This is Rob Savage, the director of Host, and you're listening to the Horror Squad podcast. Squad podcast tonight. We're going to be talking about 2003s, I believe. Yep, 2003s. Wrong turn. Uh, we put out a special vote for you guys where you had to suggest a movie for us to watch. Uh, so we thank you for all your entries, and then we put them in a, a randomizer internet thingy, and Wrong Turn came up. Uh, Steve, I don't know if you have the name of who picked Wrong Turn, so we can give him a little shout out. Uh, yeah, it's. Let me just uh, wrote down here. It's all things spooky. Nice. Yeah. yeah so thank you, and uh, thank you to everyone who sent us uh, the movies it was a quite diverse lineup and uh wrong turn one but i think we'll do this again it was fun yeah there was definitely like both ends of the spectrum there was like terrible movies <laughs> and then like awesome movies like and i'm glad we got wrong turn because it's you know pretty cool spoiler alert. yeah no, for sure but uh let's see you heard me Todd. that's steve and we got joe and sam who are on the line as well ladies joe or lady joe what's up Hey! Hello! Happy October, everyone! Oh, it is. Is it October? Oh. Yes. Not yet for us. Well, for the day us, of recording. It's October Eve. Well, it's October when this gets released. So well, that's why I said, yes. but Todd ruined it. Yeah, me. way to go, Todd. You know what? Now everyone knows our big secret. <sighs> as long as we're spilling the secret, the day of our recording is actually International Podcast Day. Wow. So, really? Super fucking random. I don't know how people will know this shit, but happy international podcast day, guys. I feel like there's a day for everything. Yeah, there's Pirates Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk like a Pirates Day. It's actually a big deal here for some reason. I don't Is know it really? <laughs> yeah, not, not in Canada, but in like my city. For some reason, they really took that one by the horns and decided it's a thing. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's weird. Well, I think well, we're a little happy. Bit... Sorry, go ahead, buddy. Well, I was going to say happy one year anniversary to us. Yeah. Yeah, also. true. Damn. Happy anniversary, guys. You, you remembered. <laughs> Where'd you get me? Yeah, what'd you get us? What'd you get us, Joe? A new mic. That's what Joe got. A new mic. Us. Got that fresh <laughs> new mic. What'd you guys have for dinner? Nachos. Yeah, pizza. Uh, you you guys, you're, you're too bland, Joe. You got to switch it up. I'm sorry. A big old burger yeah. or something. <laughs> well, a fun story here to get you in the spooky mood. Sam and I, while we were at the restaurant, all of a sudden you hear a creepy clown laugh, like in Saw, and we look down the street, and what do we see but a man in a full... Jigs or a girl in a full jigsaw get up on a trike just casually strolling down the street and i took a video i sent it to steven todd i'll have to, we'll have to get up on the we'll have to get up on the horror squad uh podcast uh instagram that's hilarious and, yeah, yeah and a discord <laughs> so, so we could share this kind of stuff what yeah absolutely i don't even know what discord is we like discussed this todd yeah, <laughs> all you kids and your your new age technology. <laughs> well, I have a question before we get into questions. Um, 
favorite memory so far since it's our one year anniversary? What do you guys got? Anything? We actually got this question too. So. Uh, oh, <laughs> all right. Well, sorry, I just stole someone's question. Unbelievable. Just, uh, but it's not really. <laughs> well, all right. Well, let's episode, just go to but... questions then, Stephen. What? Oh, the... <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, so you can ask us those questions on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast or by email the Horror Squad Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, first one comes to us from Mandy. Uh, I'll read them in a different order because Joe was already talking about it. She says, <laughs> Happy Potiversary. A uh, few anniversary questions. Uh, if a new listener asks which episode is your best to see what the podcast is all about, which one would you choose? Great question. I'm going, I'm going with host. The one where we talked about ghosts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was good. Yeah, I was thinking that one too, just because it got really good. Mm -hmm. Plus, it got a little mix of everything, you know, our personal lives and, of course, horror movies. Yep. Yeah. I'm still in that answer. All right. I'm thinking. What about you? Uh, what about I, for I, Steve and Joe? Sorry, for Steve and Joe, you, you guys do the majority of the interviews. Is there a favorite interview you've guys done? Hmm. Maybe not a favorite episode, but a favorite, like, you know, director, yeah. director, or whatever. Um, probably, honestly, host, I'm going to go host again, I think. I think that may have been my favorite. Well, so I guess this counts because, well, technically, this was before the name change, but uh, Steve uh, was part of that interview. Uh, our Ready or Not interview, I really enjoyed with the directors um, yeah. of Ready or Not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that, it's funny because I had the exact same thought. Uh, mm-hmm. that one is probably my favorite because the guys were just so fun. It was almost like just talking to like people we knew. It was uh, mm-hmm. like they were really very good. But as far as interesting goes, I think Rob Savage from Host was yeah. probably the most interesting interview we did. Also because it's a fresh film and he's a, like, I think he's going to be big one day, so I'm happy mm-hmm. we got to speak to him uh, now. Dee Wallace was yeah. a good interview too. Um, I was gonna say yeah. you Wallace, and then also uh, Ready or Not directors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say D Wallace is me the biggest interview we've done so far as mm-hmm. the Horror Squad. Um, but I will tease that we have one possibly coming up that is going to be pretty, pretty cool. So yeah, uh, that that should be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the uh, best episodes, so I wrote a list of. I think are like my favorite episodes since we became the horror squad. So I'm going to read out the list for you guys. Yeah. Uh, episode eight, 84 stranger things season three. Uh, it's the only TV show we've done, but I thought it was a really interesting episode because it was different than the, the ones that we usually do. Uh, and that was a really fun one. Uh, episode 100, just because we were celebrating, we told a lot of personal stories and we each got to review a film that each meant something to each of us. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, 104 and 105, that's uh, the best of the year and the best of the decade, 2010 to 2019. I think those are always highlight episodes. So that's always a good place to start. Same thing with 118, which, uh, sorry, I mean 131, which was another decade. We did 2000 to 2009. Uh, 117, the Stuart Gordon retrospective. Those are fun to do. And I think we're due for a new retrospective. Mm-hmm. Uh, 118, the platform. I thought we had a really great discussion uh, about that, what that film's about and everything. But also we had a lot of fun because we talked about Tiger King and we just thought it was the stupidest thing ever, <laughs> but in a, fu- in a funny way. And finally, uh, 134 and 141, Vivarium and Antebellum. 
which was actually our last episode, Antebellum, were also really good. I think some movies bring it out more than others. And Definitely. I think that's why. Uh, if they're like deeper movies or they bring up interesting kind of you know trivia, I think it's better episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say the Antebellum episode, too. I thought the last episode we had a really good discussion for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Her next question says, do you have any interesting stories from behind the scenes about the podcasts or the interviews? Hmm. I have one. All right. Let's hear it. You won't be able to tell because Steve's a good editor. But during this episode, we kind of had a little snafu with the mic. So... For the, yeah. the, keen, the keen-eared, as soon as I say, Joe, Sam, what's up? That was a cut of like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try to figure it out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And that happens from time to time where yeah. we have like a full 10, 15 minutes between cuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get dogs barking and you get internet drops and all that crap. Yeah. Uh, I really don't have anything. I can't think of anything like too exciting. Our interviews honestly have all gone like off without hitches usually. I mean, sometimes like they don't show up on time. So like we'll have to wait like an hour or two. But other than that, like I I got nothing too exciting on that front. Yeah. Uh, I, I would also say that as far as the interviews go, you pretty much hear everything that we do. Except yeah. for the awkward intro and the awkward like uh, goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just, you know it's just you know, it's always hard to start it and it's always hard to end it. But right. other than that, we rarely like talk to them kind of off the air. It's just yeah. we try to put in pretty much everything into the interviews. Uh, as, as far as the podcast goes, um, it's not you know we, we chat a lot uh, outside of the podcast. So we've come up with all sorts of ideas and stupid memes and stuff like that. And that's why I think having a Discord at some point will be interesting. Um, so there's nothing really uh, that I can think of that's, like, super interesting behind the scenes. Yeah, just, like, the interviews that you touched on, what you hear is usually what you get to. We only cut out, like, mistakes that, like, technical mistakes from the show. So mm-hmm. there's really no, like, stuff at all, actually. So. No. There's been like a yeah. couple of segments that we've tried, and then like halfway yeah. through, we're like, ah, never mind, and then we don't do it. So, I mean, there's that, Sometimes but it yeah. don't work until you start recording them. Right. Yeah. Other than that, it's pretty much straightforward. Mm-hmm. I've actually moved segments. Uh, like, have you? We did. Yeah, I, I've moved segments like just in different places for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I did it a couple of times. And I've even structured sentence to get, um, because, you know, either something cut off and it didn't make sense anymore or whatever reason, uh, just to make it kind of as smooth as possible. So that's, but nothing, you, you know, I, I, I never like cut out something someone said unless I'm asked to, which is never, uh, you know, I, I always try to keep the context. It's only like, like Todd said, usually either audio issues or something like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. And she had one. Oh, yeah. Her last question as as far as this uh, about the anniversary. I don't recall ever hearing the answer to this. Who came up with the new name? And did you have any other names tossed around before landing on the horror squad? Yeah, it wasn't going to be wow. called Sam and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Friends. 
Uh, I think the original plan was to be three guys and a girl that horror. We were just going to yep. keep it simple because um, our last name was three guys that horror. And I think we were just going to do that. And then I, it was Sam, right? Sam was the one, I think, that came up with the horror squad. I don't remember. There were like a few names that we kind of narrowed it down. And then I think I just said, uh, what is her name? The horror squad. And then I think Joe was like, hey, I actually really like that. Mm-hmm. A little fun fact, Todd was not too... Uh, Todd was not keen on the he name. He was not keen yeah. on the name, no. Why you got to freaking was... call me out? <laughs> Edit this out, Steve. We got a lot of listeners, no. Well, I don't know. Sometimes I kind of wonder about it, too. But I'm just an indecisive <laughs> person, so... I, I, yeah, spot on. But personally, I thought like the three guys at horror is kind of like a clever not normal kind of name you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. squad is more like um i guess like a but it, it's also more recognizable too so eh, mm-hmm. it on me. Well, i suggested they horror like they live but i don't think joe liked that one mm-hmm. i don't remember that one kind of like three guys that horror wait what is the they? name three guys that horror which people mess up all of the time yeah <laughs> What and would they say? Everything. Three, they three lo- guys. What did Lloyd say? Three, uh, three guys too horror. Uh, <laughs> three guys about horror. Uh, we got so many. It was so funny. Um, but I think, and I've also got a lot of positive uh, about our, when we did change our name, people were like, three guys at horror didn't make sense. Like, it was like, just sounded weird. So, and uh, so I don't know. I think we made a good, a good choice. I, I like it. I, it's really grown on me. Yeah, it's a, it's a 100% rebranding, too. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just sounds more like Sam and Friends, though. So pe- people think we're legit, friends. like what I talk about. Todd, that's going to be the spinoff podcast because I don't talk much on this. But if you wanted to hear me talk, Sam and Friends coming soon. Sam and okay. Friends coming soon. The Horror Squad <laughs> presents Sam and Friends. Love it. <laughs> Squad presents Sam Todd, a love story. Yeah, I was gonna say Sam and Todd forever, but there I was you like, go. Is that but Todd took it to the next level. So. I, you know, I'm gonna go there because that's just who I am. Sam and Todd spinoff coming soon. Love it. And then me and Steve are gonna have our spinoff. All right. That's right. Forbidden <laughs> love. <laughs> we'll see who gets more listeners. Steve and Todd. I'm thinking Sam and Todd will get more listeners, but. <laughs> Yeah. People want to hear that was uh, juicy, uh, that juicy love triangle. It's not a triangle. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you're not in. People, people you're the triangle. Sam, yeah, people just want to see when Sam and Todd are going to run off together. Sooner than you think, Joe. Sooner oh, think. oh yeah. okay. <laughs> 12, Twelve o'clock, bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so that was it for the anniversary questions. But Mandy has two other questions. She says, recommend the movie with the letter Q. This is going to be a short one. <laughs> Ooh, is there, are there any? Yeah, Queen of the Damned and Quarantine. Quarantine, or isn't there? Uh, yeah, Quarantine. Yeah. Which was a remake. Quarantine was the remake to Wreck. Right? That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. It was? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a movie called Q. Yeah, I don't uh, think I've seen it. I think it says crime, so it's probably not horror. But it has a dragon on the cover, so that's weird. 
I don't know. Yeah, I actually watched. I, I did this exercise at one point last year where I want to watch one of each letter. And for Q, I watched one called Quadrant Nine EV Nine, uh, which is a zombie film, and it was fucking terrible. So, like <laughs> so it. don't watch that one. <laughs> yeah, we don't watch the that one. Mm-hmm. Steve just said that. Oh, he did. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry yeah, that, 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 that's the first one that came to mind to me, just because uh, I know it was a big deal because that was the latest last film, I think. So. Yep. I think it was. Yeah. Um, all right. So thank you for that. Uh, and her final question is, I saw an article that said Insidious has been named the scariest horror movie of all time. <laughs> all, the horror, all the horror fans in the comments said that was stupid and ridiculous, but no one offered an alternative. If not Insidious, what is the scariest horror movie of all time? Uh, it's so subjective. Yeah. Because those movies are scary. They are. Insidious, yeah, definitely. I would argue that The Conjuring is scarier than Insidious, though. I think you could put them up against each other and be a good, good argument. Yeah. Another one I would put up there, in my opinion, um, would be The Strangers. Mm. Yeah, because that's one of I your mean, fears, so that mm-hmm. would play I, into it, right? I could yeah. just keep it simple and say The Exorcist. I mean, it depends on what age you ask, right? Like, if you ask ten-year-old yeah. Todd, it's gonna be it's gonna be it and and Jaws. If you ask yeah. me now, Insidious probably be up there. But that's like mm-hmm. jump scares. It's not like affected for twenty years, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, I think it depends on your fears, right? Like mm-hmm. when I, I saw Jaws as a kid and it didn't scare me at all, but I, I also don't live near a beach because I live in Canada, right? So <laughs> it's not a, it's not a problem. But arachnophobia scared the fucking lights out of me when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. it really, like you said, it's really subjective. And but I thought it was an interesting point she made. Everyone is like, "Oh, that's stupid." Insidious isn't the scariest. Then what is? Something has to be, right? So right. I think it's a I think it's a good one. I mean, if if you're, I mean, these people are all probably all thirty plus. And of course, Insidious probably didn't scare them, but ask a ten-year-old to watch Insidious, and he'll have fucking nightmares. So, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I'd be scared of Insidious as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Experiment time. Right? Yeah, have you shown, have you shown your kids in, Insidious? Yeah, uh, that's a little that's a little too out there for them right now. Too much, yeah. Yeah, they're doing the small stuff like you know. What what, what is their line right now? What are they watching? Yeah, like what's their yeah? Where's your threshold right now? Um, Jaws. They watched Jaws. They watched. Well, my daughter's watched all the Jaws movies, Army of Darkness. You know, stuff that's either real life based, like a shark attack, or like ridiculous, like Army of Darkness. I'm not showing them like yeah, Halloween yet or anything what, like that. What age would you start showing them, like Halloween or The Exorcist or something like that? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. Like my. My daughter doesn't have that much interest in it, but her Jaws is, is her favorite movie right now. Do you remember um, how old you were when you like watched those movies? Like, I mean, I remember I was like nine when I watched Puppet Master for the first time. Yeah, Jaws, I was yeah. eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I want to say like maybe 11, 12 in that yeah. range. Um, it's just, honestly, I'm not like the violent stuff. It's just like the sex stuff. That I want to watch yeah. out for, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, um, Halloween's got some weird shit in it. And it's just subtle stuff that probably go overhead, like uh, 
Well, I mean, you see PJ Souls naked and shit, which I don't know. It's a weird thing to worry about. But he also says, like, we'll tear Lindsay's clothes off, too. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. So, I don't know. Exorcist, she masturbates with the crucifix. So, you know. Yeah, I can't explain <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> the Shining would... Yeah, it's funny, though, because... Stepping... Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Uh, it's funny because my dad was the same way. Like, he made me watch these super violent fucking movies and not care. But as soon as, like, a boob would come to me, pause it, and be like, Steve, uh, go put on your socks or something. It just you leave the room. So, because you didn't want me to see a tit, but you could, I could watch people get, like, demolished and killed. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I, I, honest, I honestly think if, if you're trying to get deep with it, is that you want to, like, shelter your kids from the. I mean, the the odds of them getting attacked by a killer clown are very slim, but you know, eventually everyone's gonna, you know, get into sex and stuff. And I think you want to, um, I guess, shelter them or keep it out of their minds as long as possible because it's kind of scary to think about that shit. Mm-hmm. So maybe that, you know, if we're getting psychological, maybe that's the reason why. All right. Well, yeah. all right. Um, I look forward to them watching it, and uh, yeah, I want to see like. I would love to like hear their reactions the first time they watch like a Halloween or The Exorcist or something like that. Yeah. You're gonna have to like write write down the reactions and tell us like their like reactions right after. Well, my um my eight year old thought Jaws was over only because I played it up so much. Like I, I for yeah. like two years I'm like. When you're eight, you're gonna fucking watch Jaws. It's amazing. And my daughter watched and she loved it. And she was talking about it for like a year straight. So like it was in his mind. I was like, this is gonna be the greatest thing ever. Yeah. But I mean he still jumped when the head comes out of the boat <laughs> and when Quint gets eaten. He's like, Oh we, oh my god. <laughs> so like so it's still effective, but I played it up too much. Yeah. So I just gotta calm down with that. <laughs> All right. Um all right, let's get to the next question here. Uh, all things spooky who like i said before picked wrong turn so thank you very much for that she says yes wrong turn was my pick can't wait congrats on one year favorite and least favorite wrong turn film wow have you guys seen them all no no not at all i think i've only seen one (laughs) two and i don't remember anything after that i may have seen three but I was telling Sam, I don't think I've ever seen any of them. Um, and I think this is, and I was like, Sam was like, I think we watched the first one together before. And I was like, well, if we did, I don't remember it at all. So this was like almost, this was pretty much like a first time watch for me. Yeah. Number two has Henry Rollins in it, if that rings a bell. And it's like a reality TV show shoot that goes wrong. Um, but there uh, are six of them, I believe. The last yeah. one I haven't seen, I bought it, but I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Six. With the seventh coming out soon. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is um, similar to Saw for me, where I like the entire series. And I think they're a little bit underrated. I mean, they get very low budget as the long where you go on, but they're always black and you know what you're going to get with them. So, like, as slasher movies, they're all pretty damn good. But yeah, what's your I, favorite? Oh, favorite? Um, probably one. But the other ones aren't far off. Okay. Cool. I'm in the same boat. I've only seen one and like four or five. I'm not sure which one of the two. I just don't remember. But uh, two's yeah. my least well, favorite. Oh, is it? Yeah, I just didn't really like it. But I will definitely watch them all uh, now that I've kind of broken the ice again with this one, which I had mm-hmm. seen before, but it had been a long time. So, 
so uh, next question comes to us from Aaron, who you all can also know as Horror with Sir Sturdy, which is a fantastic podcast that you should check out. He says, I love this series for the most part. Are you guys excited for the new one? Yes, sir. Got our boy Damien in it. Yeah, it's good Damien in it, so I'm excited for that because of that reason. Sam, are you excited? Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Sorry, oh. Tom. Well, it's, been, it's been a while since you whistled. Sorry. Uh, for what did someone. I do? <laughs> <laughs> because you uh, couldn't hear me before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Next question comes to us from Kaylee. Desmond Harrison, uh, Harrington, sorry, which is the main guy in uh, Wrong Turn. Better performance here or in Ghost Ship? Who's the main guy? That guy. Uh, the, oh, the guy who gets yeah, in the car wreck? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was in Ghost Ship? I don't remember him in Ghost Ship. <laughs> well, it's, great. It, it, it's been a very long time since I've seen Ghost Ship. Uh, the only thing I remember from Ghost Ship is obviously the opening scene, which everyone remembers. It's a good scene. And I, and I remember the rest of the movie being not good. So I guess I'll go with this one. <laughs> He's a good actor, and I, I think he... Um... Needs some more stuff. And I talked about this movie before, but Love Object, same year um, this movie came out, is a really underrated psychological horror movie that I think everyone should watch. Ooh. All right. Yeah. I, I just really remember him from Dexter. That, that's what I knew him from. Joey. <laughs> um, but, yeah, as far as I, I haven't watched Ghost Ship in a long time either. Of course, I remember the first scene because that was uh, super memorable. But, uh, but he was good to cover it. So. Yeah, that'd be a good one one day. Uh, All right, moving on to Mr. Jedi Mind 1207. He says, You guys. The Dodgers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You guys making a 31 day of Halloween view list? Sam. You what? (laughs) Are we making a 31 day of Halloween view list? Yeah, it might be like a day or two late. Because I'm, I need everyone to give me their movies. Okay. Yes, we definitely are. It's going to be up on the Horror Squad podcast, social medias, hopefully by tomorrow, October first, but maybe a day or two after. It's almost bedtime, Joe. <laughs> well, the right. podcast is going to October second, so. All right. Well, okay. all right. So maybe It'll we'll do maybe we'll do thirty days of Halloween or something. But we'll we'll, we'll get something. We'll, no, we'll do thirty one. You can just okay. watch two movies in a day. It's okay. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so yeah. And uh, what what are we are we doing? All like horror as opposed to like Halloween or? I would say doing? both. Let's do both. Horror. Both? It could be like family friendly too, like Halloween. I'll probably just pick some off of my other list. Mm-hmm. Me and Sam were talking Hubie Halloween is getting released on Netflix. We were talking about maybe doing a double feature of Hubie Halloween and Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, I love Ernest Scared Stupid. So so maybe if you guys were into that, we'll see. Way to put them on the spot, Jeff. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot to review. There's a lot of things coming out this month. Mm -hmm. We'll definitely uh, have some great ones coming up. Uh, his next question is, can we get a tour of your respective horror setups once you're done moving in? Ooh. That'd be cool for the Instagram. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, certain... He doesn't use Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> okay, I, well, how would you 
can you download you can, it and then if put you it on can, I'm pretty sure you can like send me the video and then I can upload it. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean uh, Todd's like pretty much done already. His uh, yeah. his horror cave. I don't even have a single fucking frame up because I've been dealing with some stuff. So yeah, yeah. I'll do it once uh once I can. Uh, he's also asked, can Sam please share her perfect nacho recipe? Oh. Hell I didn't yeah. know where that was going for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, you ready? I love All right. So, you're gonna get a nice, well actually, you're gonna get any tortilla chip. I personally like Tostitos, but I'm not gonna judge you if you get the generic brand. It's all the same. Can I ask you um, what? a question about chips? Do you ever do it with like nacho cheese Doritos? Hell yeah, I do. Oh, girl. Okay. Okay. So you're going to get a, a little cookie sheet. You're going to pour the chips on it. What you're going to do next is you're going to open a can of black beans. You're going to put the black beans on the chips. And then you're going to do shredded cheese. You can also do queso if you're feeling a little adventurous. <laughs> And then you're going to put that in the oven for about 10 minutes. It's going to come out piping hot. You're probably going to ooze your pants because it's going to look so good. So then you're going to need to chop up some onion, some tomato, shredded lettuce, I guess. But sometimes it suffocates the nachos, if I'm being honest. And then you're going to do extra jalapenos and you're going to do... A dollop of sour cream, and that's that. You gonna put some guac on there every now and then, or no? Guac is spicy. also suffocating. It gets, it makes it a little soggy too fast. So put it on the side. Don't get too crazy with it. It's not a race. Just enjoy the nachos. You know. Mm. Okay. No, it was no salsa. So the salsa can be on the side, but it also is very suffocating and drowning to the nacho taste of where you have to eat the chips really fast before they get soggy. Then they get too soggy, and it tastes like you're eating wet paper bags. I agree. I'm not really a salsa guy. I'd rather have the the toppings myself. Mm. And the little little Doritos, man, when the Doritos are baked and crispy, that's the shit. Sometimes they get soggy, I feel like. So I have to do just a little bit of Dorito. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. And then, and then he ends it with Some chili with beans always. <sighs> yeah. What's wrong with, with you guys, man? <laughs> Seriously. Yes. You guys are freaks. Yeah. <laughs> cut, the, cut them out of this episode <laughs> altogether, Steve. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, right, Sam, one sec. Sam, Sam, Sam. You got to put corn on the nachos. No corn? Sometimes I do like corn, but I don't always have it on hand, so. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about refried beans? Get the fuck out of here. Good... <laughs> what? <laughs> I do have a good refried bean, but if you're... But I'm like, I'm eating so much cheese, so if you want to cut yeah. a little extra calorie out, replace the refried bean with the black bean. Right. And if you're on a date, they'll make you fart. You don't want to eat refried make, beans. Beans don't make me fart. <laughs> all right. What makes you fart? I just have a baby. That's all my, that's my issue. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> the next, question comes to us. Yeah. Uh, next question comes to us from horror fan Ryan. 
it's getting into October. So do you guys have a certain set of movies you watch around this time of year every year? If so, what are they? Some Halloween movies? Yeah. Something you have to watch every year around this time. All right. So, I mean, basic uh, would be Hocus Pocus. Because that always gets me in the Halloween uh, mood and spirit. That's just like a basic nostalgia one because I grew up on it. And yeah. Um, Also, uh, Halloween Town is another one. uh, As far as nostalgia goes, that always I enjoy and gets me in it. As far as like horror, um, Halloween is obviously a must always. Trick or treat, of course, as well. And uh, yeah, Just just the basic ones, really. Yeah, I normally don't throw on anything on the on the Blu-ray or Netflix or anything like that. Usually it's uh, channel surfing because they always have their, their marathons going on. Right. Um, so, you know, there's always a Halloween ep- a Halloween movie on, so I always try to just pick that one up. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sam? Um, so, Hocus Pocus, Halloween Town, but my thing is, and then Halloween, obviously, is um, Halloween TV. Mm-hmm. Any Halloween 90s TV show that, like, that gets me in the spirit. What's an example? Like Roseanne, Home Improvement, mm. stuff like that. Love it. Boy Meets World had some good ones too. Mm-hmm. What about I've Simpsons? been watching, uh, yeah, Simpsons, the classic. Simpsons, yeah, Trios of Horror. Yeah. yeah. I've been watching a Modern Family recently, and they they got some pretty good Halloween episodes as well. Oh, Sam, so. did you watch any? Have you ever watched any? What? Modern Family. Steve said they got a some few. good ones. Yeah, yeah, they had. There was one that I saw maybe like two years ago, and I didn't realize because there's some TV shows that can really do a good Halloween episode, and there's some other shows that just kind of gloss over it. And Modern Family was one that I was like, "Oh man, I'm sleeping on them. I need to watch their other Halloween episodes." Mm-hmm. There was one recently. I think it was like a year or two ago. The Goldbergs had Robert England on, and he yeah. was in Freddy makeup yeah. for the first time in like forever. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as for me so because we watch horror all year round right we're all horror fans it's really in September and October where I tend to re-watch things that I've seen a lot uh, as opposed to the rest of the year when I try to watch either stuff I haven't seen before or stuff I haven't seen in a while so I'll usually pick one or two sometimes three series and just go through them whether it's uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre just things that I'm more familiar with so that's definitely something I watch around this time of year. And something that isn't a movie, but I'm the only time of the year where I watch the Food Channel is around this time of year. I watch every fucking Halloween <laughs> Food yeah. Channel show there is. Mm-hmm. So I just love it. I don't know, like pumpkin, outrageous pumpkins and Halloween wars and chopped Halloween and guys. Yeah, chopped is know, good. Grocery games Halloween. Just everything Halloween. I just eat it all up. So mm-hmm. no pun intended. Um, uh, speaking of that do you make your own halloween flavored or themed foods like cupcakes or anything like that no not really (laughs) sam does sam will make some some baked halloween goodies or something Mm -hmm. yeah i just like baking them and decorating and then i give to joe so he can eat them all (laughs) yeah (laughs) and she likes baking the pumpkin seeds after we carve the pumpkins so good um so his next question is for me so he says steve are you ever going to post pictures of your halloween setup and rooms 
So if you want to see my Halloween setup and rooms from previous years, you can either check out my Instagram or my YouTube channel, Flipping the Nerd. I have uh, tours of them. As far as my new house goes, uh, for my room, it's going to take a while. I'm uh, dealing with a home issue right now where I can't really do anything, and I'm not sure what the future holds with that, so it's a whole thing. Uh, but anyways, as soon as my rooms are done, and I am very excited to do it, but once they're done, I will post somewhere, somehow, uh, tour them. As far as my Halloween setup, unfortunately, I had to make the tough decision this year that I'm not going to do a Halloween setup this year, including including my spooky town, which I'm very heartbroken about because the pieces I got this year were friggin' awesome. I just I'm dealing with too much at home right now, and I just can't do it this year. But next year, for sure, I'm going to do it up like crazy, and I will definitely post something on social media. You're not going to do outside either. Not even the porch. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do basic. Just uh, I just really sucks, can't. man. Right now, yeah, I know it's yeah. You know, the really, bummer because yeah. creating is like the funnest part. But... No, I know it's it's just oh, well, it's just the, get, the wrong year. It'll get resolved. Are they, uh, what's going on with trick or treating in both of your areas? Are they going to allow it? Have you guys heard anything? Um, as far in my area, the mayor says he absolutely wants to do it. But my province, which is equivalent to an American state, just started closing again. And we're going back into basically con- full confinement very soon. Uh, mm-hmm. our, our cases are rising like crazy since school went back. And we're at the point now where we're going back into full quarantine. So I really doubt that Halloween is going to happen in our neighborhood. Yeah, it's the same here, too. It's all up in the air. The governor hasn't decided yet. Mm. Which sucks. Man, because the kids haven't done shit this year. Yeah. I saw a meme um, on Facebook the other day, and it was a picture of adults going through drive-thrus grabbing their bag of food and they were like if adults can do this kids should be able to do this and then it had <laughs> the kids wearing the mask and like trick-or-treating and i'm like that's a good point <laughs> like if we're able to go through the drive-thru like what's the difference of going through taco bell versus your kid going trick-or-treating mm-hmm. i think like even if you take the candy and i read like a doctor that said or it was like some sort of like infectious disease person said just take the candy and put it like away for three days, and that the virus would be dead by then anyway, even if it was on any of like the candy wrappers or something. So you could even do that, you know. But I don't know. I I, I wipe down all our food. Yeah. With a um, and I honestly I want to. I, I mean, I hope we get to trick or treat, you know. But yeah, fucking sucks. But I mean, I also understand why. So right. Just gotta do what you gotta. Hey, I'm gonna say my message again. Wear your mask, bitch. <laughs> for real. It's like... All right. <laughs> go ahead, Joe. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, let, let's get back on some, like, happier news. Yeah. Uh, so next, next question comes to us from King Breezy. You guys mentioned a few episodes back how Leprechaun doesn't have a ton of mercy out there. I think it meant merchandise. Probably uh, autocorrect on my end. Uh, Come one, on, Brett. One... Figure it out. <laughs> Uh, what is one other movie or franchise in the same boat that you would love to see some merch for? Mine would be Greasy Strangler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple of customs for that, but... Yeah. 
I think they have it. On, they have the vinyl, I believe. But yeah, they really don't. They don't have. Oh, they do have a. There is a custom figure out there that you can buy. It's pretty awesome that someone made of uh, the Greasy Strangler. But uh, yeah, I don't know what. I'm trying to think. I mean, there's not a ton of. Uh, there's not a ton of witch stuff, and I love the witch, so I'd like to see more for that. Obviously, um, yeah, I don't know what you guys got. A couple of years ago, you would have said Halloween, but then it just blew up. It and did, big time. Yeah. Pennywise blew up, too. Yep. Um, I guess, personally, I would like to see some more Dawn of the Dead action figures. I, I mean, I got you know a handful of them. Yeah. Um, but I would like to see like a 12-inch figure of the cast. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'd say more Pumpkinhead. Yeah. Yeah, they really only have that, like, that one figure, huh? Yeah, they have the movie Maniacs one, and then the Soda Mega Scale one. Those are like the only two I I know of. Yeah, for me, uh, along the same lines as Todd, it needs Night of the Living Dead. Um, it just—I don't think I've ever seen a Tom Savini's Night of the Living Dead figure anywhere ever. Mm-hmm. So no. I would—I've seen the original. Uh, the little girl there, but I've never seen a to- anything from the Tom Savini one. That's one of my favorites. So mm-hmm. it would be really cool if they can make something out of that. One of the zombies or anything really it would be cool. Um, all right. And our final question is from Hannah. She says, if you were to pick which kill you would have liked to be your kill, if you were one of the characters in the movie, which would it be? Also want to say, I love, the 2000s decade podcast i'm surprised no one added kevin fever to their list that mm. one is an all-time favorite for me it's a good one mention for me yeah yeah, me yeah i don't I, know I if like it was it. but it's it's definitely a great movie it's, it's really pancakes <laughs> pancakes um did, did she say kill from this movie wrong turn yeah I mean, wrong turn yeah wrong turn well they're brutal um yeah brutal I'll take the cop's death since it was instantaneous. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll take the uh, girl who gets uh, decapitated on the on the tree there because that seems yeah. pretty quick too. <laughs> yep, I'd also say that. Uh, I'll take the dude that was in Dawn of the Dead because at least he got a BJ before <laughs> getting killed. <laughs> we don't. Even... So yeah. I, I, we, do we even know how he got killed? I don't think so. No, it was off screen. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully a quick death. He's a douchebag yeah. in this movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He those stupid glasses. <laughs> oh, my God. those gla- I, When I was watching this with Tim, I was like, what the fuck are those glasses? back <laughs> <laughs> then. Uh, I guess. Right. Kind of like the trucker hats. <laughs> Uh, and that's still kind of in style, aren't they? No, they shouldn't be. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> Someone in their trucker hat listening right now is like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Throwing it out their car window. Wild, <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's all the questions we had for this week. Thank you, everyone, for sending them. And now a word from our deadly sponsor. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. 
coffee to die for, and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Alright, what watch? Alright, I'm gonna go. Do it. Alright, I'm gonna go first, because I'm really excited about this. Uh, I finally watched What We Do in the Shadows TV show. Yes! Uh, All of it? All all two seasons. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so uh, I've never seen the movie. um, What? So, I'm gonna, yeah. uh, I'm gonna go back and watch that. But, I did watch the two seasons of the TV show, and I gotta say, I absolutely fucking love the show. Uh, it's a fantastic show. Uh, I think it's really funny. Uh, it's also really like I like the characters. I think that they're a great ensemble cast because they all play off of each other really well. Like they all bring something to the table. I don't think there's any real duds in the cast, so I think that's really cool. Uh, my favorite episode is the orgy episode. <laughs> Followed closely by the one where they take out the Baron. Uh, I thought those two were the best episodes. I will say, personally, I think season one was better than two. Um, so I know that doesn't diminish it at all. It's just I think season one was just a little bit better. And uh, yeah, I, I am so fucking happy I watched the show. I bought it on VOD and I... Uh, I'm probably going to go through it again, like, you know, in a couple months because I enjoyed it that much. So if you haven't seen it, fucking don't sleep on it. It's fantastic. Who's your favorite character? Oh, it's tough because they're all so good. But uh, Laszlo really makes me laugh the most. Uh, There's something about his, like, over gesturing and his, I don't know, just something about that character just makes me laugh so fucking much. So yeah, I would say Laszlo. What about you guys? Ah, uh, well, God, they me. are they're all so great. Yeah, I don't know. I really like Nandor. He's just I don't know. He, I love him. He's funny. You want to finish and, your shirt uh, off and don't tell anybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Daytona. Yeah, I like Laszlo <laughs> because he always like oh fuck you and shit like that. He's always like yeah. the brunt one, mm-hmm. the blunt one, not brunt one. And I love how proud he is of how dirty he is. Like, yeah. the reference of him being a perv. He's, like, super... Yeah. And he was hilarious in the orgy episode. Just in his mannerisms and stuff. <laughs> mimicking what he was going to do is just fuck, fucking fantastic. He was so... Oh, God. What a great show. Yeah, I like him all. Nudge is super hot. And Colin Robertson is great, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, she's... Yeah, she's hot, for sure. Yeah. No, awesome the- the Vampire Council episode was great, too. Vampiric Council. Yeah. You're going to be yeah, in for a treat with that one, Steve, when you watch the movie. Yeah, well, I, I know... Uh, I, I might have seen the movie a long time ago, because it does... I did recognize uh, Take Away TD and Jermaine uh, Clemens, that's the other guy. Uh, so I did recognize them. Uh-huh. So I feel maybe I've seen it a long time ago, but I just don't remember it at all. So, yeah, it was cool. It was a great episode. For sure, but I, I kind of I knew it was coming, so that maybe diminished it a little bit. So I didn't. There were no surprises, uh, because had I watched it fresh, I think seeing Paul Rubens had been his character from Buffy would have really blown my mind. Mm-hmm. But I, like I knew, yeah, but that was because he wasn't like there. I don't know. It wasn't like as good. You know, he was just like 
on Skype. Sky, sky, skyping in because you're on, patro- on, on, uh, on parole <laughs> and he can't come to Canada. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, but still, it was a great episode and a fantastic show. I'm surprised they, they were able to get him. He's kind of a diva. Yeah, no, he is. He is uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe he changed his ways. Um, all right, my one is 1981's Lucio Fulci's The Beyond. Um, it is about a girl. Huh? I said, oh, I love this one. Do yeah. <laughs> yes. It is about a girl that inherits a house, old hotel kind of thing in Louisiana, where they had some satanic shit happen X amount of years ago, where they freaking buried a dude in a wall after torturing him to death. Um, and then, like, satanic things happen to her and everyone else. Super gory. Um, if you've seen a Lucio Fulci movie, you know what you're in for. Personally, I'm not in love with the movie, but I do like the gore and I like the pacing in it. Plus the setting, you can't go wrong because it's super creepy. And everything's like just gross because it's Louisiana. It's like a swamp, you know? But, yep. Yeah, oh, it's on uh, Shutter as well right now. Nice. Sam, what do you got? What are you doing? Obviously nothing. <laughs> All righty. All right. Well, my first one for tonight is a 2020 release called The Jack in the Box, which we actually reviewed. Uh, we did a trailer review for this one a while back. Uh, but The Jack in the Box is about a, uh, a guy who uncovers this basically like massive, like vintage Jack in the Box. Um, that was buried. He pulls it out and uh, brings it to a museum, which he curates at. And from there, all hell basically breaks loose with this jack-in-the-box as uh, uh, essentially a massive evil clown is living inside this box who is trying to collect basically souls uh and yeah i mean sounds like an awesome premise and i was really looking forward to this um but all ultimately i was really let down with this one i will say the clown the like evil clown that comes out of the jack in the box looks really cool um but overall like the kills are just really uninspired and just the plot in general is just like uh pretty boring um so yeah this one was a big letdown for me so I uh, would not recommend this one. That's an amazing premise, though. It is. Wow, that sucks. Mm. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, my second one for tonight is from 1982, and I watched it over on Shudder, and it's One Dark Night. Uh, this movie stars uh, Meg Tilly, which is uh, Jennifer Tilly's sister, and very randomly Adam West, which I'm a huge fan <laughs> of because I used to watch Batman as a kid. Uh, this movie is about uh, girls at a sorority who have an initiation for Meg Tilly's character where she has to spend an entire night locked into a mausoleum. And then they plan these little scares for her while she's there. But little do they know, a serial killer with telekinetic abilities just got interred there as well. And he starts resurrecting bodies and trying to gain his power back. Uh, as the girls try to get out of the mausoleum while this all is all happening. Uh, I really fucking enjoyed this film. I thought it was a really interesting film. I'd never seen it before. And I just, there's, you know, they sometimes they, they have like a picture attached to 
movies on Shutter, and I just saw a picture of one of the bodies coming after her, and I thought it looked cool, so that's why I watched it. The bodies looked really good. Like, there's a variety of ways that, in like, ver- variety of decays, and they just looked like really real, and it's really creepy. They're not zombies. They're like, they never come back to life. They're just bodies that float and go after the girls, which is kind of interesting. And if you watch the movie, you'll understand why that is and how that works. Uh, I even read that some of the skeletons and bodies are actually real. Uh, they were imported from India for the film. So uh, trying to figure out which ones are real and which ones are fake. It's very interesting. And uh, I would I would recommend this one. It's a fun watch. Uh, Adam West playing a like normal, you know, serious character is a little off-putting because I'm so used to seeing him as Batman and as Mayor West and Family Guy. But uh, yeah, definitely a highly recommended film. One Dark Knight over on Shutter. All right, that one sounds cool. My next one is one that Steve's going to make fun of me for liking, um, but it's 2017's A Ghost Story. Um, this isn't a, well, I mean, it's fucking called A Ghost Story, so it's not a freaking um, spoiler, but it's a young couple, and uh, one of them dies, and then we follow them, one of them as a ghost, and the other one trying to deal with the person's death throughout the film. It's very, very, very artsy. Um, there's a, a lot of long shots that, you know, could be cut out, especially a pipe scene which i get it i get why um the person's doing like a depression non-stop eating but you don't have to show the whole thing on camera it's kind of gets it's kind of too much it's just silly at, at points where you're just like what the fuck hurry up um, but honestly i was really bummed out by this movie it, it made me think and i thought about it for a couple of days afterwards and it was kind of depressing um how it turned out i mean obviously well i don't want to spoil the ending but um things wrap up nicely in my opinion for the story and it's currently on Netflix. It's an hour and 30 minutes, but it seems like it's three hours because a lot of the little shots just drag on and on. That being said, I still really enjoyed it. So Ghost Story, uh, currently on Netflix or on Prime for three bucks. So just for context, uh, I watched the, the movie in like less than ideal conditions. Um, so we don't have it over here on Netflix in Canada. So when I went to the U.S. the last time I went... I downloaded it to my phone so I could watch it on the plane on the way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my plane was late, and there was a whole thing. And I was watching it. was really late, and I was on a plane watching it on my phone, on my headset. So it really wasn't, like, the greatest setting yeah. to watch this film. Uh, to its credit, uh, it is a very interesting premise, and it does make you think a lot. It's just I found it extremely long, even though it wasn't. It just felt very long. And that mm-hmm. fucking, like, super long scene of her just eating... <laughs> It's so like uh, it's so art art school. It's not like it didn't yeah. add anything to the film. I don't know. It's just there's I had some major issues with it, but I do think people should watch it. It's an interesting film. Alrighty, my next one is um, another Fifty States of Fright uh, episode from the anthology, uh, and this one is called Gray Cloud Island. Uh, this one is about four fraternity pledges who are. Uh, Basically, uh, you know, this is like their initiation to get into the fraternity. They are, you know, masked up, thrown in the middle of the woods and are told they can go two ways. One way will take them six hours to get back or they can take the shortcut, which is through the supposedly haunted woods. And that way will only take them an hour to get back. So... Surprise, surprise, they decide to take the haunted route and 
spooky things happen inside uh yeah this one was uh, a pretty fun one overall um it takes some turns i was not expecting um but yeah i think this was uh this one was really cool and it was a lot of fun i really don't want to spoil it um because i think it's worth watching like i said i think this whole series is worth watching i would honestly pay for quibi for you know the month just to watch seasons one and two which i'm very excited season two just dropped um have not started on that one yet but they got some really good cast members for it and uh i'm gonna start watching it probably very soon so uh, i'll be reporting on it within the next couple shows cool um my last one this week is from 2009 and i watched it over on tubi and i was told by both i think todd and joe not to watch it but I did it anyway, and that's The Descent Part 2. Um, I was going through Tubi trying to find films to add to my list, and I noticed that they started adding counters to some of the films as to when they're being removed from the service. And it caught my eye that The Descent Part 2 was being removed four days away from when I watched it. So I'm like, fuck it. I just watched The Descent Part 1 recently. I don't know if I'll get a chance to see this one again. So I'm just going to watch it knowing it's absolutely terrible from what you guys had said. So in this one, uh, takes place directly after the first one. Uh, Sarah, who is the sole survivor that we saw, is in the hospital. She doesn't remember anything. The cops want to find uh, the rest of the group, especially Juno, who is a senator's daughter. So they go see Sarah at the hospital, and since she doesn't remember anything, they decide to drag her back into the cave with the, um, the rescue party to find the rest of the people. And, of course, the monsters start attacking and killing them all. Uh, this one's a little bit more action than horror as compared to the first one. The creatures didn't feel as powerful or terrifying this time around. I think they're showing their weaknesses a little bit too much in this one. Uh, it definitely didn't have the quality as much as the first one did. I didn't feel the claustrophobia. This one felt like it was more on sets as opposed to being in real caves. I don't know if that's the case or not, but it just felt that way while watching it. Uh, but I did have such low expectations that I kind of came away not loving it, but enjoying the ride. Um, there are some great kills. Uh, the monsters still look really cool, despite seeing them more and being a little less scary and powerful in this one. But I thought it was a fun movie anyway. Not something I'll ever watch again, but I didn't hate myself for watching it. So that's The Descent Part 2. Yeah, I don't think it's a terrible movie by itself, but it just ruins the first movie's ending if you go with the the American ending and not the English ending. So that's my issue with it. What was the ending? Just to see, I don't know which one I watched then. Um, the American ending is she gets out, you know, and makes it. Um, but the original ending is that she has the um, she sees her daughter in the cave, and they have like a birthday party, and we're led to believe that she dies in the cave. Okay, I guess, no, I, I saw the American ending then. Okay. Which makes sense with this one, because that's where it yeah. leaves off. Yeah. Um, my next one is actually the first movie I, I watched in my new theater room. Um, and it's called 1975, let me pull it up again, because I just had it. 1975 Shivers by David Cronenberg, who's of the Fly fame. I believe this is his first movie. I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, if you want to buy it, Vestron has a collector of Blu-rays. It's $10 currently on Amazon or $3.99 on Amazon Prime. 
Uh, but Shivers is about a isolated community that's kind of like a rich, um, rich kind of. It's like a skyscraper on a private island, and they have like a golf course, tennis, and all that shit. So rich people and shit go there to live. Um, but there's a doctor. He's doing an experiment. Uh, instead of like doing organ transplants and things like that, he wants to put a parasite in your body that would connect to say like a kidney that's bad and eat the kidney and then take its take its place. Sounds completely stupid, which it is. But the repercussions are they turn you into like a sex crazed zombie-like murderer. So um, David Coderberg is like super into body horror. So there's a lot of that, a lot of uh, bulging stomachs from the worms moving around. Um, and then in, there's hordes of people that are going after you. And it's kind of creepy because they're not going to eat you. They're going to rape you. And then they're also going to rape you by forcing one of their worms into your mouth to become one of them so super creepy super bleak ending as well which i really liked um and i was really surprised by this one i liked it a lot so shivers from 1975 i just had those two for uh this week guys okay (laughs) all right you guys want to talk about the craft trailer while we can if we have to (laughs) sure sam you want to explain it (laughs) do it because you're the craft girl you're what the you're the resident witch here Talk, tell us about the movie about craft the legacy everyone's already seen it we're talking about the trailer you oh. said you wanted to talk about it <laughs> I we were, well how do we normally do the trailer reviews Joe? did you like the trailer yeah <laughs> thank you todd you're welcome okay. what do you think about the trailer sam so i'm not really sure what to think i know in the group chat uh, Todd made a good point saying that she pretty much has like X-Men powers or whatever. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like the girls are too young and they're too like perfect to where I can't, even though I'm an adult, I can't relate to any of them. Whereas with the original, you know, I had I had my favorites and I had some I could relate to a little bit. But with this new one, I just don't relate to them. <laughs> yeah, but like, aren't younger girls like your age when you watch the craft will be able to relate to this? No, they're too beautiful and too perfect. Like, oh, I just think, okay. I don't know. Are they? I mean, from the trailer, I don't know what issues they have at home and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, so this obviously kind of got thrown up on us as like, Literally just last week, I think it was, I reported that this movie was getting a home video release like out of nowhere. Everyone thought it was going to get a theater release. And now we find out it is getting released literally next month, October 28th um, on VOD. It's going to be the $20 price point, which obviously that's what Antebellum was and what all of the Invisible Man was. So... They, I mean, I guess they planned on it being a theater release for charging that price, um, but probably a good idea. Uh, and what we did find out is it's not a remake. It is a sequel, uh, as they're calling this, The Craft Legacy. Um, and we, in this trailer, we seem to find out that there's some sort of family lineage here as we see the girl holding a picture of nancy you didn't think that until i said it well i mean i'm just assuming that like yeah Mm -hmm. um so we shall see uh the trailer was 
you know, whatever. I don't, it's not a movie that's made for us. You know, it's, it's, mm. it seems like it's, you know, a teenagery girl type movie, which the original craft was. So, you know, I'll, uh, I don't know. There was some stuff in it. I thought, okay, this looks like it could be like an okay movie. There was other stuff where I'm like, okay, this looks like a, like a Hallmark witch movie. Um, yeah. So yeah, the CGI, some of the CGI looked terrible. Um, and uh, yeah, Maybe I don't. Just reviewing the whole damn movie. I'm not, not excited. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm not excited, <laughs> but I'll give it a watch. Yeah, this would be a hard pass for me. Yeah. Unless we all agree to do a what watched on it, but yeah, it looks like she's just running around with Jedi powers, and there's no mystery to it. And I, I completely understand what you're saying, Sam, about the characters. Like they're all, yeah, like perfect almost. They look and, like the popular girls. Yeah, exactly. The line that they said, like, "We're the weirdos." Like, no, you're not. You look like fucking every <laughs> other girl. Girls. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And with you know Fruza and um, the other ones, like they were clearly damaged on the outside and inside so it kind of made more sense but I, you know maybe it's fucking great who knows yep maybe we'll get the backstory yeah someone said i had posted it on my facebook page halloween happy by the way um they said it looks too sparkly like a cw yeah i could yeah. see that yeah it does kind of look like a cw like tv show thing yeah yeah it might be too much on the side of like sabrina the teenage witch like the chilling adventures mm-hmm. maybe I don't guess know. Guess we'll see. I mean, Steve, it. What do you think, Stevie? Um, it just doesn't seem to add anything to the lore. It seems to be too much of a remake for me to get you know excited about it. Now, had we not just watched The Craft and done a review on it, maybe I would have been a little bit more excited, but because it's so fresh in my mind, I recognize all the shots that they kind of took from uh, the other movie. I feel if I hadn't watched it in a long time, I would have been more excited about it. Um, but I'll probably watch it. I don't think I'd pay the $20 VOD price for it. But if I saw it on some kind of, uh, you know, Shutter or Prime or whatever, I-, I would check it out. You know, it's still... Um, sometimes it's it's fun to have something a little more, like, teen, like, a little less horror, just to kind of calm down everything. And I know my wife's excited about it, so that automatically means I'm going to have to watch it. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I don't know. It just it didn't offer anything new, at least in the trailer, that made me excited for it. Now, if it looked really like a sequel and something different uh, in the craft universe, if you want to call it, I think I would have been more excited. But because it looks so much like a like a remake, I don't know. It's like whatever. Mm-hmm. Sam, would you pay the twenty dollars for it? You being the big craft fan. I don't know. If it's a, maybe just because it's October. Okay. <laughs> well, Blumhouse got you then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sucker. <laughs> um, are we skipping trivia? I think you posed no, that, we Steve. Trivia. All right. We, don't, we only got ten minutes left, so. Uh, yeah, you guys can do wrong turn without me. That's okay. Oh, Joe's like, I'll fucking do trivia. <laughs> Just tell Sam what your score well, was. Well, I actually guess. got an email saying you guys should put add more games. It's my favorite part of the show. So. Oh, we gotta think about that then. Yeah. All right. Get All right. Let's score books out. Let's do trivia. Um, okay. So currently we have Sam with thirty-eight points, Joe with fifty-two points, Steve with sixty-two points. Closing the gap. 
closing the gap. And Todd, the reigning champion, with 67 points. Closing the gap. I fucking had a terrible outing last time. I'm trying to bounce back. Steve's a good fighter, but I trained hard yeah, this that, week. That, that, <laughs> that, that, that goose egg really helped me last oh, week. So. God. <laughs> That's terrible. I was thinking about it too. I'm like, you fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Who's going first? I'll go first. All right. All right. Ready. Get ready. I'm ready. I need to hear Sam Sam. Ready. All right. Jeremy Sisto stars in this horror film about a loner girl that's obsessed with him. Slim Sam. Incorrect. Sounds like the crush. That's incorrect. No, that's have you ever seen that though with Carrie Ellis? I have. It's been a long time. I don't remember it. I, I could picture the box in my head, but I don't remember what it's called. It's got like All one right. word. Uh, you guys get a pass I, on this one? Yeah. yeah. I, it's it's like a it's like a it's like a goth girl in the picture. I can't fucking remember. I don't remember. Well, unfortunately, Steve, you're on the right track there, buddy. But the answer is May. Uh, oh, yes. yeah. I can yeah. picture the box in my head. I could hey, remember I the fucking title. May's a good, great movie. Yes, I forgot who was in that. Yeah, he's the girl yeah, she he's really like likes. The main guy, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Good movie. It is. That is a good movie. All right, I'll go next. Okay. Um, in seven, what are John Doe's final words? <sighs> we um, gotta think this through here. He says, "Um, we oh, she God. she uh, she called for you." No, it's incorrect. Damn, Joe. Become uh, wrath. No. Good guess, but no. Sam? I have no idea. You never watched Seven? It's amazing. I mean, I've seen it once, but I can't remember what he said. Okay. Am I on the right track, Steve, or am I completely off? What would what, you say? I said, like, he, he, uh, he cried for you. No. Or she, no. she cried for you, I mean. No? All right, fuck. All right, you guys go? Yeah. Yep. His last words before getting killed are, he didn't know. He didn't know. Oh, about the baby? Referring about about his his wife being pregnant. (sighs) Good one. That is a good one. That That fucking Kevin Spacey's good in that, man. He is. He's also good at grabbing dudes' dongs, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) It it was like the 25th anniversary (laughs) this past week. That's why I thought of it. But I I fucking love that movie. What's in the fucking box? Put in the box. What's in the box? Put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> Burn it. <laughs> okay. Uh, my uh, trivia this week is all themed off of backwoods horror movies. Ooh. In honor of Wrong Turn. So, first one. The original Hills Have Eyes sequel was directed by who? Wes Craven. Wes Craven. Correct. Oh, I didn't know he did this, the sequel, too. Well, yes. who said it first, me or Steve? I, it, was, it was between Todd and Sam. It, 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 Todd said it first. Go. Oh, all right. 
I heard it. it first. Yeah. Got you, girl. What's up? I'll double check, but I'm almost sure. Steve will go to the tapes. Terrible movie. Terrible movie. I didn't know he yeah. did the sequel. That's he did. Fucking weird movie, too. Huh. A lot of back... Like, a lot of dream sequences. Sammy? All right. I'm going with... Movie tags again. Taglines again. Taglines. Oh, boy. All right. They're coming. Oh. That's it? You guys like the decade just to narrow it down Yeah, give bit. us the decade. Uh, what decade is this? I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this decade. This decade. Wow. God. So 2010 to 2020, the movie was released. I said this decade. Okay. Uh, Poltergeist? Would you say, like, they're coming or they're coming? What's the context? <laughs> I would say they're coming. Oh, my God. Okay, that narrows yeah. it down. Uh, so I guess I was wrong. <laughs> a quiet place. <laughs> that, that might be right. Out. Oh, ooh, ooh. Um, this decade they're coming. You had your guess. They're, they're coming. No, no, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear what she said. She no, she just said this decade. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I, 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 it wasn't this decade. But <laughs> what? The what remake? the hell is going on? What's happening? No, I said the Poltergeist remake, but. It was yeah, in the second. <laughs> the, the the remake? I think so. Yeah, it is. Okay. Came out like five years ago. Okay, but what, guess the tagline. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm confused. I might need to edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they're coming. Um, this year, or this decade, let's go with, oh, uh, Critters, the new Critters movie. Eh. Ah. That's a good guess. Good guess. It would be... Ready or not. Maybe I'll give you guys like a clue, like a more specific clue next time. Okay. All right, Totter. All right. Um, what is the name of the real life town portrayed in the town that dreaded sundown? Uh, Texarkana. <laughs> yeah, that is correct, Joe. You haven't seen it, Steve? No. Text or camera? I have to check. Texarkana. I definitely have to find it. And I went there, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, it is cool. Texas and Argon. It was Texas. Texas and Arkansas. And our, yeah, it was what like was right on the town? line. Texarkana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In honor of our anniversary, in the Monster Squad, what was the first question the squad asked Rudy as a test to join the club? Um. Oh God. Um. What's the name? Oh, of is Frankenstein the name of the monster or the guy that made him? No, I fucking just said that. It's it's, it's not it's not right anyway. Uh, <laughs> never mind. All right. <laughs> Sam, you want to guess? No. All right. The answer was, how do you kill a vampire? Oh. Uh, Damn. Uh, Damn it. Well, shit. <laughs> okay. My question is 
Elijah Dusku, who starred in Wrong Turn. She also starred in 20 episodes of this television well, show. The Vampire Slayer. Sam got it. No, she didn't. Go to tapes. I'll go to tapes, but I, I heard Sam first. I go heard to the Sam first. Tapes. I'll go to the tapes, but I heard Sam first. I'm just saying. <laughs> Me and Sam will share a point. <laughs> <laughs> All that we'll see on the tape. All right, go ahead, Sammy. All right. This is also from, no, the 2000s. Okay. Like 2000s, like 20 years, 2000s? Like Like 2000, 2010, I'm assuming. Yes, thank you, Joe. There is no turning back. Oh. Uh, Oh, Joyride? No. Oh. Jeepers Creepers. No. Damn it. There's no turning back. Come on, Todd, you got this. Steve. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking about Todd, but I meant to say Steve. <laughs> I want one more try if Steve doesn't get it. I think I got it. Uh, how you just go? I don't know. Is it wrong turn? Nope. Oh, it fuck. is. I'll read you another clue. The bad color not be seen. It attracts them. What? Oh. The village. The village. Oh. There's no oh. turning back? What the hell does that have to do with it? I don't know what they even mean. I don't know. <laughs> fucking M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking taglines. Right. <laughs> in, in the Will Smith version of I Am Legend, what caused the vampire outbreak? Ooh, great question. I don't bat. remember. A bat? Oh, shit. Incorrect. Corona. That caused COVID-19 in real yes. life. <laughs> Don't eat bats, people. What caused the vampire outbreak? That's a great question. I I, I don't remember. I, I just watched the second half of that stupid movie. <laughs> that doesn't help oh, me at all. Bummer. It was in the first half. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go with a disease. I have no idea. Um, no, it, it was a cure for cancer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. My last question. In what we do with the Shadows TV show, what's the name of the student that's turned into a vampire? Oh, gosh, damn it. Guillermo. No, that's a no. familiar. Oh, he's, yeah, he's never a vampire. Oh, you're talking about that girl. Yeah. Oh, my stupid, sweet little vampire. <laughs> what was her name? Audrey. What was that? Audrey. No. Oh, man. She's invisible. Yep. I don't know. Well, everyone uh, give up? Yes. yes. It's Jenna. Jenna. Oh. All righty. My last one, 2001 Maniacs, based mm. off of Herschel Gordon Lewis's classic 2000 Maniacs, stars this famous horror Elijah actor. Wood. No. Sorry. Correct. <laughs> stars his favorite what? Stars what, Joe? 
uh, this famous horror actor? Robert England. Correct. Damn it. Good job, Sucky. Paul. I tried to go too quick. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking of, though, Elijah Wood? For the remake? Yeah, he wasn't in the remake. He wasn't? Nope. Ah. What am I thinking of? Um, maybe you're thinking thing. of... <laughs> maybe you're thinking oh, of uh, no. Deputy Winston from... I'm, th- I'm thinking of the uh, Cap- Maniac. Oh, Maniac. Oh, yeah. Maniac. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking of wrong, wrong, wrong movie. Wrong. Would, yeah. would my answer of Lynn Shea been accepted as well? It would have, yeah. Nice. That was I get, I get two enough. points then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sammy. And lead us. Uh, end, right. us end us with the night. This night. Okay. I can't give too much away. All right. Ready? Yes. Have mm-hmm. a great time. Eat as much as you want. Okay. Don't ever leave your room after 9.30 p.m. Gremlins. Uh, <laughs> is it? No. Nope. Not Gremlins. Let's see. I don't even know if 9.30 p.m. Wait, you didn't give a decade. I already guessed. This decade. Oh. This decade. Wow. Dang, man. You're killing us with these taglines. Can you repeat it one last time? Have a great time. Eat as much as you want. Don't ever leave your room after 9.30 p.m. Um, uh, that one seems pretty specific. It does very specific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember a 9.30 rule anywhere. Yeah, me neither. That's the, that's the one that's... I can see why Joe said Gremlins because of the midnight rule. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, 9.30, man. I just saw the answer and I, I, it makes sense now. <laughs> uh, 9.30. It's a movie, oh, I, it's a uh, movie I forgot about. Really? Well, <laughs> no. Um, throw us another hint out there, girl. These are grandma's rules. The visit. Oh, fucking motherfucker. <laughs> Quick on the draw there, see? Right for that clue. Yeah. I hate I, that. I, I, I kind of had it in my head, but I wasn't, I wasn't sure enough. Yeah, I didn't like that, that one either. I hate okay. that kid rapping. Oh, yeah. That was, oh, my God. Yeah. That was so terrible. terrible. <laughs> yeah. And not, yeah. It was a weird movie. All righty. Well, that is it for trivia tonight. Um, low scoring affair tonight. Uh, Sam picks up a point to go to thirty nine points. Woo woo. Joe, not go to the tapes. Joe, yeah. Joe also picks up a point tonight to go to fifty three points. Steve also picks up a point to go to sixty three points, and Todd. Picks up two points tonight to go to his favorite number, 69 <laughs> points. Yeah, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Who's in? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to have to throw some taglines out there to fuck with Sam a little bit now. No, you- I know. I was like, that's what I'm doing to slow you guys down on winning. He, <laughs> <laughs> Are you all right? I'm so sorry. Yeah. I just found this tied to a tree back there. Somebody did this. 
We're lost. We're looking for a phone. Sweetheart, baby, seriously, this isn't funny. Right into it. So, Wrong Turn takes place in West Virginia mountains where a young man's trying to go to a job interview. He takes a detour because the freeway's all backed up. He's fucking around looking at deer on the side of the road and he runs into the back of a main group of um, uh, four, I think, four or five, something like that. Um, younger, you know, early 20s people that are out on like a camping trip or something like that. So, now both their cars are damaged and they have to walk the road to try to find help. They come across a cabin that's all fucked up. Um, with a bunch of cars in the driveway. Well, I mean, I say cabin loosely. It's like a shack in the woods. Um, uh, very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Where they walk in, they find a bunch of discarded items, clothes, tent supplies, cars, things like that. They go inside the house, which is a pet peeve of mine for horror movies because they go in and open the fridge. Why would you do that? I don't know. But they go in there. Uh, they find body parts, blood, random shit. And then the what we figure out are mutants. Or not mutants, I guess, but you know, deformed people or whatever show back up and now the hunt is on and they try to run away and try to get to safety and things like that. And they're hunted one by one by uh, three cannibalistic um, mutated people like the Hills of Ice. Um, first time watch in a long time for me. So basically fresh watch. I mean, I knew like the basic beats for it, but not like the in-betweens. I was also surprising a lot of actors that I, like there's two from Down the Dead remake that are in there and they actually played love interest just like in Down the Dead. So that was cool. Um, I really like the uh, Desmond Harrington actor, um, Dexter, Love Object, things like that. I think he's a really strong lead. And, the, I mean, the girls were good to look at. The violence is good. I like the killers. Uh, it's, it's like a very standard plot, though. There's nothing groundbreaking. Um, but overall, I was I was pretty into it. What about you guys? Um, same goes for me, Totter. I remember, I think I saw this in theater, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I like it because it's, I don't know, it's fun, it's spooky, the, uh, what do you call them? Do they killers. have The killers? They do have names. That was actually going to be one of my trivia questions tonight, but I figured you guys, Todd and Steve, probably wrote them down. Yeah, Steve <laughs> probably did. He's probably scratching them out right now. Um, they're pretty creepy. Uh, the kills are cool and fun. It's just like a good, like, 90s campy movie. It is 90s, right? 2003. 2003. 
It definitely has a 90s vibe to it. Like late 90s. Yeah. Yeah, Agreed. Does anyone know the killer's names? I didn't. I didn't write them down either. I'm scared. Their names are... I'm going to have nightmares. Three Finger. Ew! Sawtooth. Stop. And One Eye. Oh, hell no. (laughs) Fun fact. The One Eye Monster? One Eye Monster. (laughs) Fun fact. Three Finger uh, is Julian Richards, um, who some people might know from The Witch. He played the Puritan that um, that sends the family away at the beginning of the movie. Whoa. He's also been in like he's a Deep really cut. he's a famous character actor. He's been in a bunch of other stuff. But uh, on the wrong turn, uh, I echo exactly pretty much what uh, both Todd and Sam said. Uh, you know, I this so this was like a totally fresh watch for me. I don't if I had seen it, I really didn't remember it at all, and I've never seen the sequels. Um, so I was excited to check it out. Um, and overall, I, I enjoyed it. But like Todd said, it's nothing groundbreaking. I mean, it's pretty basic. But what I did love about it is it's an hour and 20 minutes long, um, which anytime I can watch a movie that short, it always gets me excited. Just because, like, I don't know if it's, like, an age thing or what, but I just don't have the patience anymore to sit through, like, two, two-and-a-half-hour movies. Um, one of the movies that were suggested to us for this week was uh, I'm Thinking of Ending Things, and we looked it up, and it was like two hours and 20 minutes, and we're like, oh, hell no. Uh, so that was that, that was a nice thing. No, you know, a nice, uh, It's a nice, easy, breezy watch, I will say that. Um, it reminded me a lot of The Hills Have Eyes um, on a lot. I, I Honestly, I think it's pretty much like a Hills Have Eyes ripoff in a lot of ways. It has a lot of the exact same beats. Um, but yeah, like overall, uh, turn off your brain, fun, like backwoods slasher movie. Yeah, and I totally agree with what everyone said. Um, you know, so I read somewhere that these were Stan Winston characters, which I thought was interesting. Uh, one of his last characters before he passed away. So I thought that was an interesting bit of trivia there. Um, yeah, it just, you know, I, I liked it. It was a fun watch. And, Joe, I totally agree with you. I don't know if it is an age thing, but, you know, the reason I watch a lot of bad movies is because bad movies tend to be shorter <laughs> and good movies tend to be long. And I see the runtime, I'm like, ugh, I don't know. I'll just watch fucking, you know, bad CGI shark instead of, you know, <laughs> Parasite <laughs> because it's just it's shorter. Yeah. Um so yeah, it was nice that it's. It really didn't need more time either. Uh, movie yeah. does move along pretty quickly, so I like that they don't stay in one location. Uh, they actually move around from location to location. Uh, the frustrating thing watching this movie though is that the characters would constantly make stupid, like horror rookie mistakes, like Todd said, yeah. uh, which is so frustrating. Like going up that stupid tree thing, yeah, uh, <laughs> which was super random and putting the fucking soon- lights on. That's oh, yeah, actually in the tree thing. That's yeah. actually my like favorite part of the movie, though, is like when they're up there and they have to like jump. And so I really love that yeah. part. I loved whole... it, but at the same time, my brain was like, "This would never happen." You right. Know? <laughs> like the, these trees are too conveniently close they're together, giants. and like the giant like limbs that even that high up. I don't know. Was, uh... And when they fell on the trees, you know, when they had to jump down because the thing was burning. Like they should have broken broken their backs or something because there was no way that they were just gonna come off unscathed on that. Um, so yeah, so just things like that if you overthink it. But overall, I thought it was a fun experience and I enjoyed watching it. 
Yeah, you, you can tear this movie apart. Like, why didn't he grab the cop's gun and end the movie right there? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Or uh, why didn't he let him crawl up the ladder and kick him in the fucking face, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like little stuff like that. But you know what scene I really loved is when they were hiding when they came home and they're underneath the bed and the blood's coming towards them. There's a lot of tension in that scene, and I, and I really enjoyed it. But then again, they're fucking stabbing him in the throat. <laughs> That's like the perfect opportunity. They're, they're sleeping, but I mean, yeah, I, I also found the movie kind of like anticlimactic too. Like it just sort of like ends, mm-hmm. um, and without like I don't know, like it just like ended so simply. Like, but I guess it's like right, they're just like backwoods like killers. They're not like supposed to come back or anything. But like, I don't know. I just felt like the climax of the movie was just kind of I don't know, lackluster. I guess. Yeah. And do we find out like who these guys are? Like I know there were like newspaper clippings that like kinda tried to explain like who they were, but like are they just like backwoodsy people or are they like supposed to be mutants or I think they're just backwoodsy, you know? Yeah. I mean Hills of Eyes to explain it with nuclear. I stuff. mean I saw that there was like in the newspaper clipping it said something about like inbreeding and stuff like that. So mm. like yeah. yeah, I think that's yeah, that's exact. That's the only part I really caught from the newspaper clippings that they're all yeah. inbred. So it's kind of like a play on that, I guess. But it's still, I mean, inbred or not, they're not. They wouldn't be that friggin' <laughs> like ugly. But right. I don't know. it's it's not a big thing here. Inbred people, maybe it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, no, they don't really expand per se as given a reason. But it's still just cool to see them as. I mm-hmm. thought they were cool, like makeups and stuff. I specific, I especially liked. Uh, what was it? Uh, Three finger. I thought that was an interesting character. So, <laughs> I like it. I like that the the movie starts like right away too. Like the yeah. opening, that opening scene is really cool. Like it, it, you waste like this movie really doesn't waste any time. Like it really utilizes the whole like hour and twenty minutes like really well. There's never really a dull moment. They do give a little bit of backstory after that like five minute opening scene. Um, but yeah, it never really drags along. I mean, it's it's a nice nice breezy watch, like I said. Um, favorite kill? Mm-hmm. I don't. I like. Uh, I, I mentioned it already earlier, but uh, I liked I liked the decapitation on the tree scene where mm-hmm. he, where he whacks her, cuts her. I don't even think it's like a full decapitation. Like it's like half of her head, right? Yeah. He like goes like right like in between her face. And then the body goes flying down the wood and like and uh, bounces off the branches and shit. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's cool because you're right. In horror movies, they'll always go for the neck. So yeah. it's cool that they went for like the mouth so that mm-hmm. it wasn't a full decapitation, which I thought was a, a nice touch uh, for me, even though it wasn't an effect. It's an effect I've seen multiple times in movies and TV shows. But when the cop got the arrow in his eye, it just startled me because it just really <laughs> came out of nowhere. And I, mm-hmm. I really like that kill. Mm-hmm. Sam? Um, I was gonna say it's really sad the one where he gets shot with a bow and arrow, like right now. My girlfriend. Like so sad. That's my favorite too. Yeah. Because you got like these movies always have the sad kill, and there's always like the group that like <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake did it. Yeah. Like we're in love, we're getting married. Uh, no, you're not. Oh, no, they have arrows the in the back. Picture- together <laughs> so cherish your loved yeah. ones while you can because you never know where you're gonna get a bow and arrow in the back of you in the <laughs> also 
concealed carry license are a thing. <laughs> would have ended this movie really fast. <laughs> sure would have. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not the movie's fault, but because I fucking hated Jeremy Sisto in Six Feet Under, his character, uh, I didn't care when he died. I was just like, oh, good. What, what was he in Six Feet Under? He's uh, Brenda's brother. Who she, she, like he's such an annoying character that even spoiler at the end of Six Feet Under, he bores her to death. <laughs> like it's oh, just. Wow. Uh, oh, God, I need to yeah. watch that show again. It's been forever. Yeah, it's uh, you'll definitely know this character. He's a terrible, I mean, great actor, but fucking the worst character. Jeremy Sisto, also in one of Sam's favorite movies. Oh. Wait, let me do a quote and see if they get it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Ew, you knew what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good job. Steve and I guys. both get the point, even though I was a <laughs> <the> faster. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus point if you can name his character name in the movie. Well, fuck, that's a little much. <laughs> uh, El- Elton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, oh, I, I, really? I, I, I find DB open. Ah, <laughs> uh, you did. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I want to remember the characters for wrong turn, so. Yeah. I, I wouldn't um, know that at all. <laughs> all right. So my question, do any of the do any of these Backwoods guys come back in any of the sequels, or are they just completely different, like, Backwoodsy people? The the costumes are so similar, I wouldn't even know honestly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But they probably do since that. You know, my favorite shot though is the very ending. Actually, when the when the another cop goes solo for some fucking reason, back to the cabin, and then like they mm-hmm. have a really good close up of the killer, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone. The makeup. The makeup for all three of the killers are really like it's cool. Like for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, missed opportunities or anything that could have made this film better? Um, maybe just not. Yeah, yeah, I I guess, yeah. I agree with that. Um, maybe some sort of originality. I mean, it was pretty formulaic. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'd say maybe do something a little, something a little different would have spiced it up, I guess. Yeah. I think maybe a little higher body count, too. Even though... It, it I, had I, think a deep, I mean, it was like the body count was actually 10, which I think is fairly oh. high. But Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it was 10. Yeah, it, well, if you count the three killers who also died. Oh, I can't count that. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, pretty solid movie, it sounds like. What are you guys' ratings? I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. I'm going to go uh, six and a half on this one. No, a little lower than I thought. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's an enjoyable movie, but there's just nothing new here. I mean, I would watch no, it again, you're not, though. you're not judging it now. What would you I am judging it now because oh, I haven't watched it in the past. This is the first time I ever watched it. But you're like, it's not. Okay, fine. I'll stop. It's very yeah, Come on, Joe. It's, come on, Joe. It's a. It's. <laughs> Even if I watch it in 2003, it's still a ripoff of The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, it's like almost the exact same movie, except it's... Loved it. I, I still enjoyed it. It's just, you know, yeah. it's, it's still on, nothing You're great. 6.5. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm going 8, baby. Right. I, I get... Wow. Ooh. Hey. Todd gave eight. it an 8, but Todd, you gave it 3 stars on Letterboxd. <laughs> well, Letterboxd is fucked for up that. with the 5, man. That ain't no 3. That ain't a 3 star. What is it, then? What? Seven eight and a half? Four stars. Four, eight, that's a four star. 
Four star, yeah. What is a three star then? Seven a and a half. Three star six. for me is between is like a six, six and a half. Six is I think six is too low for a three star though, man. I, I don't like the the five star rating, man. <laughs> I, I do a lot of threes. Yeah. Um yeah, and I give it a six point five like Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah, it, it was good. It was an enjoyable film, but it didn't like blow me away or anything and I don't think I'd really go back to it, but I am anxious to see the rest. I'll definitely yeah, watch like, the rest of the sequels once uh, I can. Yeah, I agree with Steve. Like, I'm gonna go, and I'm interested to watch the sequels now. So I liked it. I liked it that much. All right. Four squad approved. Mhm. Thanks for listening. Yes, I don't know what we're. Have we talked to what we're doing for next week? Uh, we have not. So. All right. Well, we have keep, uh, keep your ears on, or your eyes, I should say, on our social medias, and we'll update you guys. For sure. But right. Thank you for everyone who sent us uh, the, the recommendations. I think we'll do this again, not just our anniversary. It's, uh, you get interesting films that you, we might not normally have thought of or would have done, so thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Crunching, crunch, crunch, fires a crackling, crack, crack, candies being eaten, num, num, and pumpkins being carved. Ah! And that is the outro. <laughs>